0: here I am again with another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast and super delighted to be back with you as ever. And fall is really happening here now. Cooler nights, the leaves are coming off the trees and yeah, it's feeling really, really fall-like. And we've been having a few calls from guests saying how can they get the heating on. Although there's instructions, it's, it's just like people get there in the fall and they get totally taken aback by the fact that summer has now gone and we're into the cooler weather. So we're dealing with just a couple of very, very minor issues, you know, how to get a fire going and how to get that temperature just right for a nice fall evening in front of the fire. Sounds great, doesn't it? So what we do in the fall is get into projects. We love it. There's always projects to do. And we're really working on this for our TouchStay project. Once we took on the TouchStay guide for all of our properties, we have done them for every property now, but now we've got the benefit of a lot more time to refine them. And we're going to start adding in a lot more video into our TouchStay guides. And this is video for our guests so that we can help them with things that they often ask questions about. And one of those this summer has been, how do you start a barbecue if the automatic button starter doesn't work? And with some barbecues, you know, that's probably usually the first thing to go. So the owners will provide lighters, but there is a specific way of starting a barbecue if that automatic starter doesn't work. So we're going to do a little video to show that. And just some other things. We've had quite a few septic plumbing issues this year, as we do every year, because all our properties are on septic tanks. And Although we ask in the written material not to flush anything away that has not gone through the body first, but we still get issues. So we thought we'll throw in a video, maybe not as graphic as it could possibly be, but just somebody saying, you know, it's really going to help you have a great vacation if the toilet doesn't back up. And this is what, this is the reason why you shouldn't flush away paper towel or baby wipes or feminine products All the things that do get flushed down toilets and do back up a system. So video is our major, major project this fall as we begin to really expand on our TouchStay guides. The other thing we're doing is using the TouchStay product for a new owner onboarding manual. And I'm really excited about that because we've been looking for years into different methods of helping our new owners understand what we do, how we do it, what the administration process is like, you know, what happens when somebody books their property, when do they get paid, and so much more. And we've always had a ton of material and content, but never really found the best way of packaging it up and giving it to our owners. So we're working on this new owner onboarding manual, and I'll be talking about owner onboarding in a presentation at VRMA in New Orleans in October. And we'll be demonstrating how we're using the Touchday Guide for that. So next, we're heading to the Vacation Rental World Summit in just under three weeks' time. Uh, still, time to buy tickets, folks. It is on the 5th and 6th of October in Como, Italy. If you've never been to Como, it is spectacular and probably even more so in early October. I've never been there in October, but uh, always went in July, August. But I bet it's gorgeous in the autumn. So the price goes up in a few days if you are listening to this on the date of publication. So go on, do it. Buy a ticket. Go to Italy. Go have a week away. Make a decision. And I'll see you there if you do. So one of the things happening at the Vacation Rental World Summit in Como is the final of the VR Tech competition. And this started way back in, in July when there were 20 entrants into the competition and it was narrowed down to three finalists who are all gonna pitch their or who all pitched their innovative products and services. Now, that was judged at the end of July from three separate panels. There was a panel of property managers, there was a panel of experts and investors, and a panel of users, the the public. And three finalists were chosen from that initial 20 list of entrants. And on stage at VRWS, these three finalists will do a pitch from the stage. And then the winner is going to be selected by the audience. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I did review all the finalists in an episode back in late July. And after that, after the three finalists were chosen, I sat down and talked with each of them for about eight to 10 minutes each so that you could have a listen and just see what's upcoming in the tech world and what it was that made these three companies get to the finals. So I'm going to play these three recordings and you're going to hear from Ben Smith from Check-In Scan. You'll hear from Michael Dreja from Operto. He's been on the podcast before. But not talking about Operto in with reference to the VR tech competition at that time, and also we have Alex Saria from Co-hosting and co-hosting was selected by the property managers as the winner as, as the winner of the of that, that group. So without further ado let's move on over to the first finalist, and that is Ben Smith from Check-in Scan. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm delighted to have with me today, Ben Smith from Check-in Scan. Hi, Heather. Hi, (laughs) just such a pleasure. I always say such a pleasure to have another English accent on the podcast. So what are you doing here, Ben? You're in Spain. What got you into the vacation rental space and in Spain in the first place?
1: Okay well I've been in, in Spain since 1982 and my family actually came uh, moved from the UK to Fuengirola and uh, set up a vacation rental business believe it or not and uh, they were managing about 98 vacation rentals down here in the on the Costa del Sol and i basically grew up with it heather so i I remember the day moving the laundry about and helping with the gardens and and bits and pieces so i've I've grown up with a vacation rental in my blood i could say
0: i expect was quite a while ago so you must have started that that must have been all been been before there was email before people could book online everything was phones and faxes (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's back back then I, I I think I mean I was obviously only six years old, but I think what used to happen is that the property owners would put adverts in local papers in the UK and then everything would be phone and faxed through to yeah. uh, you know, property managers like my family over here and then the, the range Arrival and et cetera, et cetera. So I mean we're talking a long time ago before Booking dot com and Airbnb and the big you know, the big OTA platforms.
0: Yeah, I I remember it well, the adverts in, in the paper, particularly you remember the radio and TV times at Christmas, and, and all those all those ads that were in there is like so exciting that those magazines would come through the door. But for those of my listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about, at, at, at Christmas time we got the listings for for the television for the next two weeks which covered christmas and new year you know this was the time before the web and there was always once you got past christmas and boxing day there was always this supplement do you remember that ben that
1: i do remember that i mean i was quite young (laughs) but i do remember those uh, the radio times magazine absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and we used to pour (laughs) over all the holiday ads so you've been in the vacation rental business for years so what what got you into creating check-in scan
1: Okay. So yeah, I mean, I've done quite a few websites in my adult um, professional career for vacation rental companies. And then my partner, she's actually got a vacation rental business here on the Costa del Sol. And uh, there's, you know, there's some uh, legal requirements that have been recently introduced. And uh, we decided to solve it with an app, Heather.
0: That is fantastic. Tell me what the app actually does.
1: OK, so the app allows you to scan guest identity documents, OK, using the camera of the phone. Uh, you can obtain a, the guest signature as well, and it will then send it. Now, this is a particular um, requirement in Spain and other European countries. It will send those details in real time to the police. And then it creates also the paperwork trail that's necessary so that you can comply with the law. And if you don't comply with the law, you're facing a fine of 60,000 euros. So. We created the app because actually, to do these processes without an office, and as you you know Heather, vacation rentals, they're not all in one place, they're not like a hotel, you've not got a reception. You basically have to, it's quite time consuming, and it's aggravating, you've got to try and get the guests to bring copies of their ID with them, you've got to go back and get them to sign a paper form, you've got to log into the police and type out their details one by one, and when I say one by one, it's actually you've got to type out their name, you've got to type out their surname, their passport number and then do it for another guest another guest so as you can imagine if you're dealing with few arrivals every day uh, maybe 25 guests you're spending a lot of time typing that stuff into the police system so it's it's really time consuming and you know my um, partner she's really busy with other things and I, I discovered that she was late at night working a teeny bit more than she would normally do and, and you know vacation rentals I know is quite demanding and she, she works a lot of hours anyway but this was something else and she was busy kind of t- typing this stuff into the police. And it's a real pain in the neck, to be honest. But you've got to do it because otherwise you, you'll get fined. So thought about the app and, and basically came up with a concept. Could we scan a passport or identity card with a phone? And that technology was just coming into play on the marketplace. And, you know, basically put a solution together. That's check and scan. And it's been very well received. I, you know, it's going well. Thanks.
0: Well, I, I remember going to Florence to the Vacation Rental World Summit a couple of years ago, and that was the first time that I had encountered this. We got to our apartment and we were let in, and then we had to stand there and go through all. You know, there, there were there were four of us and and a child, yeah. and that was probably a full half hour of yeah. going through all the passports and for them to take down Absolutely. all this information it was i mean for me we were only there for a few days that was half an hour that yeah. could have been spent enjoying florence and i'm not one to to get into you know doing that sort of nitpicky type of of complaint but it was it was quite surprising so i uh, in the moment i saw this and i thought wow this is this is really cool that uh, that yeah. you could do this much much easier so <clears throat> i can i can certainly see you know how it's it's going to save time for yeah. guests and owners property managers i got yeah. i got a question here though ben i mean this is this yeah. this happens in europe and yeah, that's it, right. it's not something that we've seen in North America. We that's don't correct, yeah. generally, I mean, I'd love to, I would, but, but we have, let, let's say there's this current time. I'm, I'm a property manager. I have over 150 families in properties at the moment. So 150 families wow. probably times, yeah. let's say five. And my math is Appalling. So I'm not even going to go there. But that's a lot of that's a lot of information to collect.
1: Absolutely. How
0: do you see this going global?
1: Well, I mean, when we launched, uh, we thought it was a good idea. And it's been a hard road. I'll be honest with you, because obviously we're taking sensitive passport details from from guests. So we've got to have the trust of the the vacation rental host. We've got to have the trust from the police as well. And and that's taken. You know, um, we've only been launched since March 2018, um, but I can confidently say now that actually we've um, established our brand is is trusted. We've got good relationships with the police and the authorities. And what we didn't expect, though, was actually that. the the global demand. And we have basically inquiries from over 41 countries. Not everybody needs to do the same as we do here in Europe. So for example, in Spain, you have to send it within 24 hours to the police. In Portugal, it's within 72 hours. Italy is quite similar. Then there's a few other European countries like Croatia, Hungary, um, Czech Republic, Austria, Slovenia, Slovakia. But we've also had inquiries from the U.S., okay? So the the U.S., uh, and, and basically they're saying, listen, we don't want to send it to the police, but we think it's a great idea to keep a guest record. And then down in South America as well, Latin America, um, Brazil, Peru, Uruguay, they're all asking for it. They've got similar requirements to Spain, And we've had inquiries from New Zealand and South Africa. And it's just, it's overwhelming. I'll be honest with you. I mean, every day is a exciting buzz, um, here in Check and Scan because the, we just see the, the, there's such, such a demand out there worldwide for this. And the core of the product is always going to stay the same. So we're going to scan IDs going to keep a record and then we might send it to the police or we might send it here or Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically the core solution is as there's a global demand for it and it's really exciting Heather. it
0: sounds it ben so you're one of the three finalists for the vr tech awards that are going to that is going to be decided at the vacation rental world summit in como in yep. ooh, less than well, probably five or six weeks now, Not long I'm, to go now. Eh? I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do
0: <laughs> So, what would winning the award mean to you and your business? Mm, yeah, I mean,
1: it, for us, winning the award it would be our first award, and we, we get continuous positive feedback from vacation rental owners, companies as well, and guests. I mean, we've had guests that are using our app now because they got checked in to a property using Check-in Scan in Barcelona. They've gone back to their country and now they want to use Check-in Scan there. So we get a lot of positive feedback and and I really appreciate the support we've had from bigger players that we look up to in the vacation rental industry as well. So the thing is, though, it's, it's all very good positive buzz, but it's not the same as winning an award. So I think it what it would do for us is it would put that first official stamp of approval on check and scan. And after a lot of um, late nights and blood, sweat and tears, it just means the world to so many people involved. So, you know, my co-founder Ian and to me and our fantastic team, uh, family, friends, investors, you know, people that believed in us from the very start and basically helped us push ahead to disrupt the old way of doing things. So, it's 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 really special it's really special and we're very very grateful very honoured I think the vacation rental industry uh, now that I'm fully in it is just such a great spirit of helping each other and the support is there and we really want to win this award but if not we're just honoured and and thankful that we were asked to participate in the first place and thankful of VR Tech and VRWS and their sponsors and of course Heather thank you so much for kind of letting me share our story with yourself and your listeners.
0: Well, I, for one, will be out in the audience watching your pitch on stage in Como. And I look forward to meeting you then, Ben.
1: Thank you very much, Heather. Take care.
0: Well, thank you, Ben, for sharing that. And certainly from my experience of, of checking into a property in Europe, it was time consuming. And I think anything that's going to take away from that time suck when you're on vacation is, is going to be good. So, uh, so good luck to Ben and the team from Check and Scan. And I think I made an error at the start. I said Check and Scan was voted by the property managers. Well, in fact, Check and Scan was the public's choice for the finalists. Okay, let's move on to my chat with Michael Drija from Operto. Okay, happy to welcome Michael Drija from Operto. You may have heard Michael on the show a few weeks ago. On the show notes, you can go back and listen to that interview as well. i um, not saying that that gives Michael any advantages whatsoever. However, you could get a little bit more information on him from there. But Because um, I've only got 10 to 12 minutes and welcome, Michael. It's lovely to have you back here.
2: Yeah, it's great to be back, Heather.
0: So I'm going to ask you some questions that, that we actually did cover off in our previous interview, but for those people who, who who weren't able to listen to that, what got you into this vacation rental space in the beginning?
2: It was kind of fate, I guess. Before I co-founded Aperito, my background was in building consulting with specialty in sustainable design and operations, which is kind of on the fringe of the building world, sort of like vacation rentals used to be on the fringe of accommodation. Both aren't uh, that anymore. Um, I was traveling a lot and staying in hotels, but also starting to stay a lot more in vacation rentals for both work travel and as I took family on vacations. And, and looking at hotels and vacation rentals, I saw pretty staggering that uh, it had the same energy profile as an outpatient hospital. And of course, I really that, that kind of thing really bothers me, and I was looking for a way to reduce it. So I started researching testing ways to set the thermostat and uh, turn off lights using both booking information, smart door lock information. Um, and so that was the beginning of Operto, and the perfect answer came in the vacation rental industry, um, which was a super early adopter of smart locks with keypads and also really much more advanced uh, PMS systems. So once I ended up down that path, uh, the love of the vacation rental industry just kept growing because it's such a dynamic industry with such a great early adoption of technology built
0: in. I just find the, the, the speed of growth of, of all this technology is just amazing. You know, you can't go a day without something else coming, coming past the screen. And I think, you know, most people are just wanting to jump on everything that comes past because it's all so fascinating. Yeah. So tell us what, what actually does Aperto do?
2: Um, well, we're a software company uh, that provides smart state technology. And, and basically what that means is that we leverage software and hardware that makes guest days better and it lowers the cost for managers. It's sort of similar to home automation. And home automation is really meant and personalized for a permanent resident of a home, so it's very app-focused, um, whereas a smart state technology is meant for managers uh, to scale and to create operational efficiencies and for a manager and better experience for the guest. So Operto does this through a combination of uh, best-in-class on-site um, Internet of Things hardware like uh, smart door locks, etc., and software that connects to the OTAs and PMS providers. So our main focus is on uh, keyless entry, energy and comfort, which is where all of this is born for me. Um, security monitoring and uh, custom built for vacation rentals, of course, and uh, and guest experience.
0: Just walk us through what would happen as you know in an Operto equipped home. A guest walking mm-hmm. into, walking into the door, what might they find?
2: So they would get their four digit access code with. they show up so that if they show up any time of day, they just sort of walk right in. As the door unlocks, the, usually sometimes we'll have the uh, entry light turn on so you're not stumbling around in the dark looking for the light switch. The thermostat will set itself up because um, we've set it back because it's, it's not being booked. Usually they'll then get a text message on their phone welcoming them, saying, hey, we see you checked in. If you need anything, here's a Wi-Fi password, that kind of information. We have monitors inside of the suite that uh, can alert the guests to bad indoor air quality or too much noise. But that also functions as a bit of a like um, like a house rules tool for the uh, for the property manager that's sort of what I mean by saying security monitoring custom built for vacation rentals, but it also is in service to the guests
0: yeah that's perfect. so I was going to ask a question sort of how does it help guests and owners but guests of of course you know having this this automation as they walk in it's like this f- a, a flow of technology I guess, and for owners yep. you know I know having been an owner in a fairly remote part of the country, a part of Canada, that, that one of our issues was, um, was heat in the winter. Somebody walks out yeah. of a property in minus gazillion degrees Fahrenheit and, or centigrade. Yeah. Sorry, we're on centigrade. And, <laughs> uh, and the, the money is just pouring out of the property when it's empty. Yeah,
2: exactly. And that, and that was the problem that I saw you know, five years ago. And just it drove me crazy. Um, And so, and and I've always known that you sort of, you can't sort of fight human nature. We like to be comfortable. So you basically just have to create invisible automation and invisible things to facilitate um, the savings. And why not when it's empty, right? Like when the door is locked or it's not booked, you can set it back five degrees, 10 degrees sometimes. It depends, you know, like. You can, you can you just have to do the math to figure out what makes the most sense.
0: And are you finding now with your clients that they're, they're expecting more automation in homes because they have it in their own homes?
2: Yeah, and I think that's really the challenge in this industry is that the, the things that we have in our own home don't always translate super perfectly into uh, like a stay in somewhere that's not familiar. So some things translate really well, like a smart lock definitely does. But a voice assistant doesn't translate as well yet. Someday it probably will, but it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit too personal. It's like leaving your personal cell phone inside of a... Instead of a rental for a guest to use, you know, it's just not, it won't work as well.
0: How does all this, the, the hardware sort of translate to Europe? Because I, you know, you're going to have to bear with me here on, on not really understanding whether you can use the same sort of hardware in the US as well as, as, as you can in Europe.
2: Yeah, totally different hardware. The hardware that we use in North America is really designed for North American lock systems, uh, bolts, lever locks, that kind of thing. Whereas the lock system that we use in Europe is from a company called and UKI. They're out of Austria, and it's really an, a cool little retrofit solution that sort of fits right on top of either a key or the knob um, inside, and then on the outside there's a little sort of slim keypad that's connected by uh, a Bluetooth to that little motor, and so you put in it's basically the same thing—you put in the code and it turns—it literally just turns the key. Or the knob on the other side of the door and lets the guest in
0: so the owners can buy the um, hardware and then operto provides the the software for controlling it
2: sometimes uh usually most of our clients end up because most of our clients are property managers um it's less friction for them to go on our like pro plus time which is basically allows them to just have everything in um in one fee mm-hmm. um, not sort of like hey owner pay you know hundreds of dollars for this hardware and the owner says well it's your job to let people in you know you do what you need to do this way it allows like there's just one monthly recurring fee that includes both our software and the hardware and that's been probably our best success to date is because it just it's just so much easier to sort of get it get it on and get it going and making everyone's life easier
0: and what about installing the hardware is that is that Something that, um, that that the property manager can do themselves.
2: Yeah, yeah. It depends. Um, it depends on the complexity of what you're doing. In many instances, yeah, you probably can do it yourself. Um, in some instances, it depends on the lock type. You might need a locksmith. But I would say that you know, seventy-five percent of the time, your maintenance manager or even you can um, can, inst- can install it. It just depends on the complexity of the of the lock that you're dealing with.
0: Well, it all sounds great, and I'd like to really congratulate you on getting to the finals of the VR tech competition. So what would it mean to you to walk away with the award?
2: It's really the ultimate validation that uh, what we're building, you know, for this market is, uh, is working for them. It confirms to us that uh, what we've been doing is worthwhile to the people who need these solutions, you know, the guests,
0: the owners and the managers. Well, that's great. Well, I'm looking forward to catching up with you in Como and I, yeah, will, I will be sitting out in the audience with everybody else and we'll be watching all the pitches and voting accordingly. So I, I'll just look great. forward to meeting up with you in that wonderful place.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. It's, uh, it's, I'm very much looking forward to going to Italy.
0: Well, good luck with it and, uh, and I'll see you there. Thanks very much, Heather. Well, thank you so much, Michael Dreja, for joining me and talking about Aperto. And I will definitely look forward to meeting Michael in person. So Aperto was voted into the final three by a panel of experts and investors. So finally, we have co-hosting. And co-hosting was the one that was voted on by property managers to get t- to the final. And I talked to Alex Saraya from co-hosting, who told me a little bit more about the product and what it can do for hosts and property managers. Okay, folks, I am pleased to have with me today Alex Soria from Co Hosting. Co Hosting is one of the finalists in the VR Tech Awards that will be announced in como italy at the vacation rental world summit at the beginning of october so if you guys have not booked your tickets yet to go to como you really should you're going to meet some amazing people see some amazing presentations and you are going to be able to vote for whoever is going to win the uh, the award so thank you so much alex for joining me it's a great pleasure to hear you from spain
3: Thank you very much. Thank you for having us today.
0: Not at all. It is super to have you here. So, Alec, I've looked at the co-hosting website. It looks great. But I just want to sort of start off by asking you what got you into this space, this vacation rental short-term space in the first place?
3: Uh, I am actually come from a hotelier family. So I was working, I studied um, hotel business here in Spain. And uh, after, after my, my studies, I went all around the world. I was in Paris, London, I was working in Egypt, um, uh, always dealing with hotels. After a while, I uh, went back to Spain where we had few properties and I started to run them as an Airbnb properties. Um That's how I ended up uh, switching from hotels to, to Airbnb.
0: Do you have your own Airbnb properties?
3: Yes, yes, we do have in in uh, Marbella, which is the, the Costa del Sol here in Spain.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. So tell us a little bit about what co-hosting actually does because I think when anybody's hearing the words co-hosting, they're thinking about managing somebody else's third party property, but your platform is a little bit its different. We're going to have to learn to, to hear it in a different way. So tell us what it does.
3: All right, so we do help um, Airbnb owners uh, to look after their guests, but we uh, do not deal with the stuff that happens within, inside of the house. So Cohosting is a software that actually connects third party suppliers. With our uh, Airbnb owners. So we are connected to the main uh, property management system. So we're connecting to places, things like Fightmander uh, or even Bookie.com, so that we have the, our Airbnb owners' reservations. And on the other side, think, thanks to our integration with our third party suppliers, uh, we have the availability. When I said third party suppliers, I mean um, suppliers that are supplying services like airport transfer, babysitters, uh, now we are connecting to 3,000 parkings here in Spain. So um, once we have the availability, we connect all that together with the reservation, and we do a sales, a cross-selling campaign to the guest staying at the. At their property. So, um, what we actually manage to do is to increase uh, our Airbnb owners' um, incomes or revenue.
0: I love that idea because you know when you're hosting at an Airbnb or a vacation rental, then your income tends to be finite. You know, you're you're earning that amount. Per rental, and if you have maximum occupancy, you can't go any beyond, anything beyond that unless you start to add additional income sources. So I really like this idea that that there's something out there that enables hosts and owners to do this. So I'm looking at the site at the moment. So you know, as you mentioned, transfer services, and I know I came to um, um, Barcelona a couple of years ago for a VRMA conference, and mm. and as a traveller. Uh, an international traveler, I had no, I'd never been to Barcelona before. I had no idea what to do when I got to the airport. How was I going to get to the airport, to the apartment? So so this is software that allows the traveler to organize all those things directly from the host site. Am I right?
3: Right. You you said it. You had no idea how to get from the airport to the apartment. So at the end, you ended up asking your host, right? So mm-hmm. um, we do help Uh, guests to get to the destination by providing the service but at the end we are helping Airbnb owners Delivery, the, uh, deliver that hospitality side of the business, which is taking mm-hmm. care of mm-hmm. guests and looking after mm-hmm. guests um,
0: requests. Yes, I love this. So how does it work for, for a host? It's quite easy. Uh, you just
3: have to uh, sign up in co-hosting. Within three minutes, your property or your properties will be uploaded. Um, and then depending on, on the property management system that you use or the OTA that you use, uh, we will um, connect uh, your account to the ota or to um the property management system and that will be, uh, that, that will be it once that is connected we're going to ask the airbnb owner how they want to um, offer those services to to their guests. do they want to do a email marketing campaign before they get to the apartment do they want to have their own software so that they can re- the host can request the services on behalf of the guest or do they want to do a um yeah. Um, even marketing campaign during the stay, it's really up to the host how they wanna uh, deliver that offer to the to the guests staying at the apartment.
0: But how does all this uh, all, all these services uh, get to, to, to the good. host? Do you supply the list of good. services, the list of tours and activities, the grocery delivery supplies?
3: Yeah, it's really it, it really depends where the hosts are. We have our official suppliers. Okay, we do sign agreements. The Hosting has all the agreements with the final supplier. So that we can standardize the offer across all destinations. But if someone, if someone's from, let's say, Italy wants to use co-hosting, we will give them the technology, but not the suppliers, uh, and they can upload their own suppliers. But um, we try not to do that for now. Uh, at the moment, and I'm responding to your question, we do supplies, uh, the suppliers and the commercial agreement with the suppliers that let the host make um, that extra money.
0: OK, that sounds great. And I, you know, once again, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your website and I, So I I'm, I'm um, encourage anybody so yes, who's listening so to we, this to go to cohosting.es so um, hostinges and, and, and take a then. look at the website and scroll down to see all the different things that you could yeah. uh, offer to your guests. I really like this idea, you know, rent electric bicycles or <laughs> a, a Barcelona wine and tapas tour. Booking or the tickets. delivery
3: service that we have. That's, that's a very nice one
0: the the grocery delivery yes yeah absolutely once again you know when i came to barcelona for my listeners they know that you know i'm i'm a british i'm british i need my tea so the first thing i want to do whenever i get anywhere cuz i can't carry it on the aeroplane is is milk so if somebody could just deliver some milk for me <laughs> that's probably all i need but i, I remember getting into my apartment and then having to go out and look for this stuff so i can see how software like this is so um it's going to be so helpful so what would winning this award mean to you and your business alex
3: um for our team it's a huge recognition we have been working quite hard for the for, for a year and a half now so being in italy um in October it is a huge recognition for our team but it is it is it is also very important for us because we're going to be opening uh, Rome by the end of November so we're gonna be pre-launching a deal for all the people staying uh, or coming to to, to Italy so um, it's a business opportunity and, I, and it is a huge recognition
0: just one more question you know how how do you see this expanding do you see expanding globally
3: oh yeah yeah yeah. for now we're gonna be doing Europe 2020 will be uh, we're gonna be opening quite we're going to be open around six to seven more cities in Europe, and then we will decide where
0: to go. We don't know yet. Oh, because it, it's certainly something that I know would would be appealing to, uh, to you know to so many of the people that I know, you know, up here in in North America, Canada. So uh, yes, I wish you every good fortune in in the future with this. I will be in the audience and casting my vote at uh, in in Como as mm-hmm. as will many of, of my listeners, I know. So I'm so glad that they've had the opportunity to hear from you. Is there anything else you want to add to help them make a decision?
3: I don't want to say that we are better than, than the rest, but we are the, one, the only ones doing what we do. And we are the only truly, I don't want to say only, but we consider ourselves to be a truly hospitality company where uh, the rest of our competitors are tech um, companies. So if Airbnb owners want to stick to hospitality, co-hosting is their choice.
0: That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I will look forward to meeting you in a few weeks time in Como. All right. So, so i see you then then. Yeah, we will well, indeed. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there you are all three finalists for the vacation rental world summit, VR tech competition. And that will be on stage on the final day of the, the summit. And I'll be voting, as I said. So, uh, good luck to Ben and team and Michael and team and Alex and Jorge um, from co-hosting. Looking forward to meeting you all. So hopefully that's Michael convinced one or two of you to um, get that flight booked and get to Como. It's a beautiful place to be and I'll see you there. so on to my book of the week and this week what i have on my side table is the one thing by gary keller i'm i'm a procrastinator i leave things to the very very last minute and i have to do lists and i do tend to make lists and then go for the fun stuff and then leaving all the really important projects right to the very end. So they always get day after day, they just get pushed to the bottom. And then I'm right down to a deadline. Amy Hino will know exactly what I'm doing because I'm always right down to the line for any articles I'm putting forward for VRM Intel or for her new magazine, SHQ. You know, if if there's a deadline, then probably tell me it's 2 weeks before the deadline because then you're going to get the stuff sooner. So, I have read a lot of different books on time management over the years and yeah, I've I've done courses, I've followed gurus, And actually, nothing's really impacted me as much as The One Thing did. Now, The One Thing is written by Gary Keller. You may know the name from Keller Williams Real Estate. So this guy has founded a a real estate empire. Um, So he clearly knows how to manage his time. And this book really talks about how to do that. So I've taken some of these things from a four-minute read. If you ever go to, if, you, if you're ever thinking about buying a book and you want a quick synopsis of it, then a four-minute read is the place to go. And I'll put the link to that on the show notes. But for the one thing, it split out really into, into three lessons. The first one, which is you only need one question to figure out your priorities, both long-term and short-term. So you ask yourself the, this question, what is the one thing i can do so let's say for business it might be what's the one thing i can do to make us more competitive or what's the one thing i can do to make us more profitable and this is a nice long term goal and then you br- those are the big ideas and then you break them down into the smaller ideas but still stick to the one thing so here's an example as Keller suggests to ask this question on two levels the macro and the micro level So let's say your ultimate goal in life is to fly a plane across the Atlantic. Then the answer to the focusing on a macro level would most likely to be to get a pilot's license because you can't fly without a pilot's license. It actually makes flying a lot easier. But on a micro level, what's the one thing I can do right now to achieve this goal might be sign up for flying lessons. So that's that's a nice little way of looking at it. So if you start looking at everything you have to do from this macro and micro level, and then just ask, what's the one thing I can do right now to achieve that? That is really what the core of this book is about. In lesson two, it's about getting focused on learning to say no, and cutting out so much of the extraneous matter that clutters up a to-do list. Things that you could really give to somebody else. I have one great example in you get a ton of questions all the time from guests about things that are at properties. Has it got a blender? How many fans are in the property? But instead of every time finding out the answers to these things, you simply put together an FAQ list that answers every question that any guest might ever ask about that property or about the type of vacation they're taking. And then instead, so you say no to answering all those questions individually and you create one document that covers them all. And then every time another question comes in, you just add it and the answer to that document. And lesson three is such a good one. Never sacrifice your personal life for your work. You don't want to get to retirement and think, I wish there was so much I had done. While I was fit and active and ready to do it. It's not to say you can't be fit and active in retirement, but for many people, there are regrets about what they could have done. And it's really important to think of that and not sacrifice personal life for your work. So that's it. That's my book of the week this week. It's The One Thing by Gary Keller. It's a short paperback, it's 220 odd pages. And it's a really interesting read. I'm looking through my copy at the moment and I've got it marked all over the place. So you've just got, you know, a real short Cliff's Notes on the book. Go take a look at the four minute read and that will give you a bit of a better synopsis. And I recommend you download that one. So I'd also talked about sharing the resources that Mike and Jason and I use to create an easier life for ourselves, business-wise. So I'm kicking off this week with one resource that I wouldn't do without, and I've been using it for years. You may very well have something similar, but this is one's called Text Expander. And it's simply a, a download that allows you to create short snippets of text to streamline and speed up as you type. So for example, I have a snippet that says, thank you for your inquiry about XXX Cottage. And then there's just a shortcut I use when I'm responding to an email and I can put dear Molly, and then I press my shortcut and it will give me, thank you very much for your inquiry about, and a little box that I can fill in the cottage name. And then that appears on my email. So you can create hundreds of snippets. You can create a closing one. I, ha- I have a, a longer one which tells people what they need to do if they want to book a property. You know, if you're interested in booking this property, and then it describes the process. So I don't ever have to type it in. I just click on the shortcut key and the text all appears. It's super easy. To set up and to use and personalize, it downloads for Mac and for Windows. You can test drive it for free for 30 days. And then if you want to um, sign up for it, it's currently $3.33 a month. And that's if it's billed annually. So it's not super expensive, maybe $40 or so for a year and and it is just amazingly useful so so that's the resource i'm recommending today which is text expander and of course i will put information on that as well as my book of the week as well as all the information on the vr tech competition finalists in the show notes so please go over there and take a look and i'd like to hear from you what your best resources are As I say, not necessarily directly related to short-term rental, but something that you're using to make your day more efficient and easy because we all want that. So let me know. I'd love to hear. I'm, I'm always excited about hearing about different apps and platforms and resources that uh, that other people are using. So please let me know. You can connect with me at heather at vacationrentalformula.com and we'll take it from there. So I'd, I'd love to be able to recommend some of your resources as well as the ones that we use. And as I've said before, if you've got any questions about anything to do with vacation rental that you'd like us to include in the show. Once we've got a little reservoir of these questions, then we're going to start a new feature that will include them. Sometimes it will be me answering, sometimes it will be Jason if it's about a digital marketing issue, and sometimes it will be Mike if it's something to do with other aspects of marketing, graphic design, or outsourcing. Mike's, you know, got A lot of uh, knowledge about that too so you know any no question is out of bounds Uh, it it should probably relate to short-term rental but please let us know and we'd love to use it as a feature so for now i'd like to thank you as ever for joining us on this episode of the vacation rental success podcast and here we go with the outro it's been a pleasure as ever being with you If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.